The investigation into the unexplained death of a two-year-old child in Cayman Brac last July remains open and ongoing. That, according to the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service, officers were told have been talking with the child's mother and other members of the family and are keeping them updated on developments as investigators continue efforts to, quote, establish all of the facts surrounding the circumstances of this child's tragic death. The police service is aware the child's mother has commissioned a private forensic provider and vows to review all material and information that it is provided. That said, the matter is still an open file with both the coroner's office and the police, and so police are not willing to make any comment on findings at this time. It is unanimous. Be it therefore resolved that the government considers building the east-west arterial road with immediate effect from Hearst Road to Lookout Gardens as the less environmentally sensitive area and only continue with the EIA study from Lookout Gardens to North Side as the more sensitive area. All those in favor, please say aye. Aye. The ayes have it. Lawmakers spent four hours Thursday debating a private member's motion asking government to proceed with completing a portion of the proposed east-west arterial extension without an environmental impact assessment. West Bay West MP the Honorable McKeeva Bush tabled the motion, citing the negative social and health effects that are plaguing residents of the eastern districts in the face of growing traffic congestion. The residents of the eastern districts cannot suffer another three years without safety improvements and resiliency, as well as reduced congestion and an overall better quality of life. Mr. Bush's sentiments were echoed by MPs who field complaints on a daily basis by their constituents and in fact sit in the same traffic themselves. It's one of the issues that most of the people that I represent in the Eastern District of Bodentown West, it is a big problem for them. We are talking about tens of thousands of people being cut off from a lot of essential services in this country. The current commute experience for my constituency can be described as one word, unacceptable. According to the data from NRA, as I said before, those traveling from local garden from the Bordentown East have an average commute of 55 minutes each way. I understand how important the environment is to us, especially with global warming. But again, I cannot in good conscience not support this motion on behalf of the constituents who elected me to represent them and who has been advocating to me for relief. I understand what it means to get one more hour sleep, Madam Speaker. This politics thing is serious, Madam Speaker. This road has always been kicked around as a political football for over 20 years, as I can remember it or earlier. And I intend to push this through. The National Conservation Council previously deemed that the planned 10-mile extension to the road requires an EIA under the National Conservation Act because of the potential detrimental effects. The EIA surrounding the extension has been a major focus of the Premier since he became the Sustainability Minister, supporting the study as essential in ensuring the east-west arterial extension was, quote, done properly. However, as Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports, even his patience is wearing thin. In his contribution to the motion, the Honorable Wayne Panton reminded members that this project has been in the work for literal years, early considerations dating back as far as 2014, pointing the finger at government agencies, entities, and staff for a series of delays that have led to the current situation. I fully accept that this government 
should have been able to move faster. When I say this government, I'm not talking about my colleagues. I am talking about the mechanisms that surround the agencies that are supposed to get this stuff done. Because we don't go and sit in the office. The minister doesn't go and sit in the office, Madam Speaker, to get it done. If there's a commitment to do an environmental impact assessment, the staff are supposed to be doing it. He showed receipts where there were long periods of time that agencies didn't engage with each other or make any effort to move things along. In one instance, agencies went for more than a year without engaging on the issue. Our system doesn't work as well as it should because once a decision is made, once the government is saying we support an AIA being done on this, we want this to move forward as quickly as possible, why isn't it done? Why do we have these failures and these long gaps over years where nothing is done, Madam Speaker. And then the people of our districts, our constituencies, rightly, as members have noted, look at us and say, what are you doing? Have you done anything for us? And we say, look, we're the policymakers. We ask for this to be done. Mr. Panton stressed that there is no great conspiracy to keep the road from being built, but government must make sure building the extension into the eastern districts won't cause massive issues in the future, particularly with regards to flooding or other environmental concerns. Since coming into office, we have been committed to trying to get this moved forward. And I have been personally engaged in pushing this matter from last year. We have to support the needs of our people. Of course, we have to be responsible as well. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carson Lee Fuller. Government recently wrapped up the public consultation period for the terms of reference for the environmental impact of the east-west arterial extension from Woodland Drive to Frank Sound Road. Cabinet's last meeting, chaired by acting governor at the time, the Honorable Franz Manderson, was a brief one. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more from the April 18th meeting. Cayman's leaders approved the new Seven Mile Public Beach Park vendor policy. They also revoked a decision for a $5.5 million in supplemental funding for agriculture support regulatory services. However, this appears to be due to an issue with regards to which section of the Public Management and Finance Act the funding was approved under initially and it was regranted under a different section of the law. They also have the green light for an addition $438,000 for the management of government properties. They wrapped up the meeting by noting the January through March 2023 financial report. Meanwhile, the governor chaired her first meeting of cabinet this week. This was Her Excellency Jane Owen's first ever official meeting with cabinet, composed of the Honorable Premier Wayne Panton, seven other ministers and two non-voting ex officio members. Also present at the meeting was the cabinet secretary, the deputy governor and the attorney general. With the exception of the governor's special responsibilities, the Cabinet is responsible for formulating and directing the implementation of policy related to every aspect of the government. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Toastmaster Kevin Creary of the Grand Cayman Toastmasters Club has emerged victorious after winning several competitions where Toastmasters are challenged to amuse audiences. With this win, he is off next month to take part in the Caribbean Humorous Speech Contest in the Caribbean District Toastmaster Conference. We have done it. Yes, the Cayman Islands have done it. We have won the right to represent our region, which includes Turk and Caicos and Jamaica. So we'll be going off to Grenada to compete in the humorous speech contest in Grenada. 
And I, I really, really am overwhelmed. I'm, I'm just really happy to be a part of this, to get the opportunity to represent the Cayman Islands. Mr. Creary shares his secret weapon to pulling off the daunting task of making people laugh. People ask me sometimes, how do you prepare for a humorous speech contest? And I tell them, just do not take life too seriously. It doesn't compromise the integrity of the hard work that you're doing or the goals that you have set in life for you to just relax a little bit. Try to make moments a little bit lighter. Try to make looking on the brighter side of things your second nature. Grenada, here we come. The conference is from May 17th to the 21st, and the Grand Cayman Toastmasters Club will represent Division K. It's the ninth annual Ag Show from Blossom Village on Saturday, and our new governor, Her Excellency Jane Owen, will be in attendance. Radio Cayman Crews will be broadcasting starting at 10, with the official ceremony kicking off at 11.30 a.m. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.